Football is around the corner, and we are ramping it up over here on the Ringer NFL feed in the month of August. Every week, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you not one, but two extra point takens. That's right. Double the trouble as we predict, debate, and analyze our way through camp and the preseason every Monday and Friday. But that is not all. Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Wednesday. We'll talk about everything in the world of the NFL. And who knows? Maybe Steven will even have something nice to say about your favorite squad. Though, frankly, I wouldn't count on it. Subscribe to The Ringer NFL Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow The Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Ringer NFL. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You? Me? What? Hang on. Hang on. Let me just... You want to start again? My biggest fear in life is when we're hitting record. Yep. Music intro is about to happen. Mike's last words to me. I'm going to be on my best behavior. That instinctively means that I'm so nervous already. No, no, no. We were talking about some people in our private lives who I'd like to roast, and I'm not going to. So I'm <laughs> on my best behavior. I'm really glad. I feel like that is gonna not keep where this, it's going to end. No, but. people on the show don't know anything about it anyways. So. Uh, well, here's, here's what we do know. Uh, we got big news coming out of uh, Tampa Bay that we got to talk about. Not good. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie said, there was just, actually, Eddie brought this up, just a tweet. Eddie, what is this tweet here? Tampa, this is from the official blue check mark. We're not getting we're not getting That's a gold check mark on their their uh their X profile. I don't know. Do you say Twitter anymore? Do you say X? I don't even oh, I forgot the change name. Yeah. What's the tweet, Eddie? Uh yes, yeah, so it looks like the Rays and Wander Franco, according to the communications page, it looks like they agreed to put them on the restricted list for the rest of their upcoming like road series. Ooh. Um and Jeff Passan, I think, put out a tweet right now saying it's in most cases, that means he's not going to be paid and stuff. So I think that's kind of, that's kind of the latest uh, updates in terms of that situation. You know, what's funny is I saw something this morning saying from the Tampa Bay back office that he was out this game because it was a personal day that was already scheduled. I liked how we're supposed to believe that. And now this comes out now. At least we're getting a little truth, it seems like. Yeah. That's a weird. I, I don't, I'm not really sure what you're supposed to say about that. I, I don't. I still don't know much about the situation. Inappropriate relationship with a minor. That's what I read. That's the. Speculation, I mean, that was the tweeting, yeah. and that was the Instagram stuff that got deleted. Then he went live last night on Instagram and and declined it or like denied the entire thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's. I was holding back. I hadn't said anything on social yesterday. We kept getting tagged and stuff. Obviously, it's not something I want to speculate on at all. Uh, but that's not speculation. I mean, if the team has just come out and said, and MLB came out yesterday and said they're doing due diligence and reviewing the entire process. So, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, at this point, if you're getting unpaid, if you're unpaid, it would mean I think they've come to at least a general conclusion. I wouldn't think you'd be on the unpaid list if that was not the case. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. I yeah. Mean, again, I have no clue. It's uh, Yeah, but the guy, yeah. I mean, if it's true... Put the guy in jail and cut off his legs. I, I do whatever as bad as you want. And if it's not, then hopefully he's able to, you know, gain his reputation back. But yeah, seriously, that that's is- a tough thing. Like, honestly, I don't know what to say. If it is true, if you had an inappropriate relationship with a minor, I don't like you can burn him alive. I don't care what you do to him, like whatever. But but if it's not true, that's why I'm like, that's why we haven't said much because I don't I haven't seen a ton of sources. 
although Passon's a pretty big name and the Rays putting him on the IR list. I mean, that's, yeah, we're just playing catch up. It literally just happened right before we hit record. So, yeah, I can tell you that's the one thing we're not going to do is, is the, you know, next show. Hey, Wander has been a, a convicted of something or accused of something seriously. And what's his price? It's just a weird, it is, it's the first time I've had a story where I'm like, you know what? I'm not really sure what we're supposed to or even what I should say or shouldn't say or care to say, actually. Well, we kind of just jumped into news because it just happened. Yeah, that was, we, that's weird. We got to skip all the banter, the how do you do's. Mike's drinking a new energy drink. It's totally thrown me off. To Cassius Marsh's point, you know that football player who does, the ex-football player who does all TCG? Yeah. I don't remember why, but the other day he came up with a TCG thing. And he's like, you know what's never going to happen? Charizard is never going to pull an Achilles tendon or something. And I was like, you know what? That's, Maybe TCG is the way to go. Maybe that's how we safeguard these things. Wait, how, what does this have to do with the fact that you're drinking a new energy drink? It's like that's you segued okay. as if we were still talking about the same thing. I don't understand you, Michael. Guys, can I just say something for one second before we get into the whole show because mike apparently has plenty to talk about but he decided he wasn't going to tell me about it before we get start got started um mike puts on a gruff face he he it sounds like he's he can be a little uh rough around the edges to me at times this man and his wife did such a kind thing for my wife and i we just our 15 year anniversary is in two days and we went out and did a whole thing they surprised don't you can't hear it He's trying to mess with the soundboard. He <laughs> What's that they put on do? a surprise uh, little 15-year anniversary thing with us and some friends this weekend. Absolutely minch. Heck of a guy. I, I just want you to know he is authentic and genuine, and I very much appreciate him being in my life. Mike, do you have anything you wanted to add? You're such an ungrateful, stupid person. Here's the thing. This idiot. My wife goes through all this trouble to plan a party, gets a cake, gets some gifts set aside. We plan it a whole evening. Which I didn't know about. This stupid, oversized child over here. Oh, God. I wish someone would clobber your kneecaps. Yep, he sure. finds out we're going to do a dinner. So like an impulsive idiot that he is. I didn't tell anyone. No, just be cool. You've said enough. The dumb guy calls the restaurant we're going because we made a reservation for four is what we told them. Uh, when in reality, we had the back room with a group of people. He calls to confirm the reservation just so we can find out how many <laughs> to see if there were people going. And then during the. the Dude, you're not supposed to say this. I didn't. I already I told. Per- I already told. Oh, you Hannah. told Hannah. She knew. She, she's, just, she's as disgusted by you as I am. <laughs> Honestly, she looked at me when I said this. She's like, I hope the heart wins. Her words. She did not say that. (laughs) You filthy liar. You just can't let someone do something nice. And this is why I won't. I'm okay. How did I not let you? When I heard yesterday your gout flared up, I thought, karma. (laughs) Good. I was rooting for the gout. Oh, I... Sam, Sam, you're welcome. <laughs> Happy to do anything we can to help Sam and Charlie. Oh, Jesse, you're... never again. 16 years, years will be anniversary party without you. You can just stay home and catch your stupid Pokemon. <laughs> oh, you are. You're such an atrocious. You can't just let people do something I nice. I did not say anything. No one got spoiled. We went to a speakeasy first. He yeah, is te- great. My wife at a speakeasy eight and a half months on. Yeah, she she was fun. Jesse is texting me. I know a secret. I said, what is going on here? It's the dumb child. Don't tell everybody my secrets, bro. I was telling you that secret in private. So anyway, we way, had a great weekend. By the way, the vastly overrated. Oh, Marigos well, gone to crap. Yeah, that, that was, we were? Yeah, we were at Amerigo's. Not, not, won't be doing that again. But that's stuck with that bill for you and your wife. It's not <laughs> worth it. Uh, everything else was a, went off without a hitch. It was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for uh, you and the friends that came. Uh, now we're back into the week, the work week. We've got a the number wander, of things coming up. Yeah, the wander thing will be the biggest news story in cards going forward. No question. Okay. Like, I don't know how much we're actually going to say or report or even going to want to, but obviously, yeah, that's the last thing from people's minds as it should be a card values, but it's going to affect a lot of people. Both are true. Like it's, is there a much bigger issue at play here? Potentially? Yes. And are there going to be some people who take catastrophic losses because of the damage he potentially has done to himself? Absolutely. So I would just say, Okay. I, I just be cautious with what you do with your stuff with him. I mean, I, I just don't know what else to tell you. Can I can I at least say this? We don't have to talk about him specifically, but obviously if he's not playing, it's going to affect the Rays, and therefore it could affect other teams that have chances to move up past the Rays. Any any thoughts? Not particularly. I haven't really. Yeah. Haven't All right. Really we'll been. dive in more later. Yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, do you want to talk football? I watched the football game yesterday. It was no. from Thursday, but I watched the Patriots game. Oh, you did? Really? Yeah, I got the NFL package. I went back and rewatched it. <laughs> what did you think? Uh, they looked horrendous, which was fine. Yeah. C.J. Stroud. This is going to be the story of the year, though. That's where we're at with the market. 
with football cards, it's going to be, hey, this young guy, this 22-year-old came out and looked atrocious. Yeah. He's horrible. He's terrible. C.J. Stroud looks like he doesn't know how to throw a football or read a defense or read a playbook. Oh. But but it's one. It's it's literally he played like a couple series. I was going to say how many it doesn't mean yeah. anything at all. So, um, but I think that's what you're going to see because the other thing that started happening is uh, I forget the guy's name. He was a he's like a he's like a um, what am I trying to say here? Use the word, dummy. The, Step up. The, I I literally have no idea what he's a person, a player, Correct. a cat. Nailed it. Player, person, <laughs> cat. Uh, his last name is Cunningham. He's like a switch guy. He played receiver and quarterback in college, I guess. He was oh, a later draft pick for okay. them. He came in and made some exciting plays against third and fourth string guys. It was funny to see, though. People were like, man, wait till this guy's first card. And I was like, what are we? I don't know that that's all true. Does I he think have a card? I can't imagine he does. He Maybe he does. Cunningham. I, do we have a first name? I'll look. No worries. Patriots. But I do think that's the time period we're in, which, quite frankly, I think is kind of fun. Like, somebody goes out and does something terrible. You know, a Trey Lance looks bad. Oh, he's horrible. And the reverse is true. Hey, this guy makes one good throw and everybody goes crazy and goes nuts. And this is going to be the next thing. I just think this this time period ramping up in the preseason of NFL is fun to watch. I agree. I kind of like go, the speculation. I do, too. I, I think it's funny to see people overreact and go nuts. I, I think it's awesome. So uh, Malik Cunningham. Malik Cunningham. Looks yeah. to be the gentleman's name. He did, and by the way, he did look good. But I, I now that you say this, I remember seeing something else posted about him because I thought they were talking about Malik Willis. And then I saw it was Cunningham. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am just checking. He, and, and again, he looked great. He was playing in a you know in garbage minutes against a third string team. The the narrative yeah. quickly became though for the card community. We we were seeing these posts. It was like, hey, they finally got somebody to replace Mac. Oh, don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that's okay. But it, it is. I just think it's a fun time with cards because I think you actually will see these crazy momentary spikes and people. Even though we know and we're supposed to be more intelligent than this. We're still like, oh no, we're gonna overreact a little bit and have fun with it. Of course, which, which I'm kind of good with. Okay, so here's a here's a few uh, pricing. Uh, Malik Willis has a few uh, prices for Bowman. First. Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Okay. I, I apologize. Um, what? No, 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 no. What did I say? Malik Cunningham. You said Malik Willis twice. That's why I asked you, and you confirmed it. I just chugged this nitro coffee and I feel like my brain just got set on fire. I've never done that before, and now I can't speak anymore. Malik this will Cunningham. Be the best show of your life, though. <laughs> Malik Cunningham. Okay. Um, he has some Bowman, and he has some uh, Bowman University, and he's got uh, a, a Panini draft cards. Okay. The ones that have sold the best look to be so his top selling one is four hundred fifty dollars on the thirteenth. So yesterday, what was it? It was a twenty twenty two Bowman first lava refractor out of one ninety nine auto. Yep. What? Now it's a PSA 10. It's the only PSA 10 out there. But I know. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I love it's it. The hobby's alive, folks. The hobby's alive. He had some other ones that sold for, uh, this is Bowman University Orange out of 25 PSA 10. It's, this sold two, when was they the game? They played Thursday, I believe. Thursday. So this was on the 11th, I guess. That was the day, day after. after they sold. Yeah, the day after they played. That one went for 400 so this one, this kid that is was not, out of one ninety nine. Sold for yeah. I don't know if he's gonna see a single snap in the regular. I hope he does. By the way, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm actually I have decided to. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the Patriots games again this year. No, what got you back in? I don't know. But you're that in. was good for podcasting. By the way, <laughs> it was Just eight second pause. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. It doesn't matter why. But I'm, I'm glad just, you are though, because at this point I, I was really afraid that you only cared about baseball anymore, because that's yeah, all we've ever talked about no, for the last point, month. I need something to cling to. <laughs> You do have a you got a child's on the way, though, right? Jordan Love, another guy people overreacted <laughs> to. Jordan Love. Seven exactly. for 10. Nice little, uh, what was he? Seven for 10. He had a touchdown. He had a couple runs. He looked really good the other day. Jordan and, Love's pricing went up as well. See, that's one, though, I'm actually almost okay with. A guy who we know is going to be the starter comes out and plays good with his first team offense. Mm -hmm. Again, we're overreacting, but I'm okay with that. But I think it's fun to see the overreaction nonsense. Yeah, he went up quite a bit. Like, just for example, he did. He'd been selling, let's just say, take an average of $60 or something like that, 65 bucks. That, after the game, sold for, this is his 2020 Prism PSA 10, sold for $86. Good. Yeah, not bad. Um, Joe Burrow also had a nice little spike. I don't Which know if weird. he, he saw, didn't even play. That's the thing. I, I was going to say. And he got hurt a couple weeks ago and hasn't really been on the field much since. This is his PSA 10 jumped like out of nowhere then because it jumped as of yesterday. Why? 
I thought you would have a better insight on it than I did because I can't figure it out. Didn't step on the field. Actually, as of the 12th, so that was not yesterday. That was Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Sold for $236 as PSA 10 2020 Prism Rookie, and it hadn't been that high for at least a month or so. So, yeah. Um, That was a a couple of them. Derek Carr, they're also saying, but I haven't seen any pricing change. See, and Carr may be a starter for the Saints. That makes sense to me if that happens. But uh, in general, I just think it's kind of a fun time. And I think especially with – this is also the first year we've had a bunch of – well, we've had licensed, logoed college uniform stuff out, like Bowman's Best, Bowman's Best Chrome, Bowman University. So it is kind of an interesting market that didn't really exist before. Mm-hmm. And now some of these guys who go off, like Cunningham, in years past, he probably wouldn't have had a card, period, except for a draft pick card. Yeah. Now he's got like some some Bowman stuff. I think it's kind of cool. I mean, it. yeah, the fact that there's... It doesn't hurt. To your point that there's actually product out that does have licensing around it, even though it is college licensing. I don't think we would have seen a Bowman card hit anywhere near $450 in the last year, like well, last they year, they haven't existed. Well, that's, I mean, I guess that's a solid point that if they weren't even there, they couldn't have, but obviously they, I think the last eight or nine top price sales were all from Bowman. Um, whether that was like Bowman university for or football, you're saying for this yeah, year's for, football? well, for Cunningham specifically. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, there, he does have Panini draft ones, but they're not anywhere near what those were going for. And the, the Panini draft was also auto. So, Kind of crazy. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't know. And all these quarterbacks are in all those Bowman, so that's cool. Um, all right. So as far as anything football goes, are you, how invested are you up until the season starts? Do you care much about preseason? I don't because I'm not really prospecting any of, any of the guys. Yeah. If you are, I mean, this is literally the next three weeks will be the most uh, volatile time of the year. The preseason has become wild for NFL, man. Like guys, okay. there will be more reaction over two preseason games in a row than over a five-game win or losing streak in the regular it's, season. No, it's true. Like it's not. We saw it last year with two and hurts. Like guys had unbelievable starts. Other guys had bad starts. It didn't matter. It was like, well, yeah, but the speculation for, between preseason game three and four just ruled everything. I did try to find something on Purdy because I read something that he was not performing up to par. But again, I think he had like a handful of passes. Like if that it. I I don't think anyone can make any objective conclusions, but at this point, his pricing really hasn't done. I didn't anything. even know he played. I, I didn't pay attention. I know Trey Lance played. Yeah, it, someone. I had, didn't know Purdy even stepped on the field against the Raiders the other day. Uh, I think he did. I'll just double check, but I'm pretty sure he did. Anyways, even either way, pricing has remained almost exactly where it was before he started playing uh, at the beginning of August. Yeah, and Trey Lance looked good at times. He was 10 for 15, 115 yards with a touchdown. He got sacked like four or five times, but, you know, I can't, I, it's just, it's, 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 this is the same every, oh, this happened yesterday, by the way. The uh, Niners played the Raiders last night. He did not play. Or oh, he, he did not play. take a snap. Oh, then, oh, maybe it was just in another, it was a scrimmage or something Could like that. Could have been, like, it's in a, yeah, in a practice or yeah. whatever. Uh, that situation is funny to me, though, because whoever's the quarterback on that team, I would think has significant hobby value because that's one of the best teams in football. So I, I do think that's one to actually watch and pay attention to. Which is but. probably why. Uh, wait, who is their who's the Raiders quarterback? Oh, that's a good question. I don't even know anymore. Oh, wait. Who's Garoppolo. Is it Jimmy G? Yeah. But Aiden O'Connell's like the rookie. Who that's what I was going to say. I he's think, a, I think he's Aiden a O'Connell Purdue. who's played in that game. He might be a Purdue guy. He's a guy who's in like Bowman's best, Bowman Chrome, you all sure. that. I like Eddie in here. He just throws I in know. facts now. Actually, he was like 15 Third for 18. That's actually not bad for a lot of these sets I've been seeing. I wonder what his pricing did. Aiden O'Connell. I'm going to double check that real quick. Um, Eddie, do you know that off the top of your head? Not so smart anymore, are you, big boy? Yeah, get out of here. You're still talking to <laughs> I liked it better when you said you weren't going to talk. It's taking a turn. The caffeine's starting to wear down just a little bit. Aiden O'Connell. Um, Celsius, by the way. That's the name of the stuff I'm doing. <laughs> I've been doing one of these a day. Yeah. I had one of these before I had to do a talk yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't know what planet I was on. Oh, really? It was interesting. I, it's a different thing. I'm getting off like the monsters. A, these are supposed to be way healthier. Like no uh, no what? artificial sweeteners, none of the none of the other crap. Oh, really? Apparently. Should I have one? There's a green tea. Let me have a sip. Absolutely not. I never want your mouth anywhere near this. Oh, it burn the can. <laughs> Essential energy accelerates metabolism. Burns body fat. Uh, it's pretty wild, though. Nothing I, for him has actually done. I don't care about it. No. 
I'm just kind of surprised he didn't have. Uh, he played pretty decently and nothing. Yeah, because everybody knows he's a third stringer at best. That's why. Sure. Okay. Two other things, and we can actually get serious here. Um, it, it's interesting to me that nobody's talking about the. I shouldn't say it. People are talking about the Braves. Acuna is going to win the MVP. Just to give you a little clarity on his his uh, season so far, 160 hits, 26 home runs. He's batting 337, 107 runs, 71 RBI. 55 stolen bases, and he plays for the best team in baseball. As ridiculously impressive as that is, his pricing, by the way, just starting to crawl along and and actually move up a little bit. Yeah. Not nearly what it should be, in my opinion. Uh, His teammate, Matt Olson. I have not paid any attention. I can tell you honestly to Matt Olson. However, I've I've always subscribed to the theory you can almost never have more than one. Acuna's. Acuna's the guy that in basketball you can. Baseball yeah. to me has almost always been different. Trout and Otani were like a different animal uh, because you had like the guy, both of them, like just the absolute. You think the difference because one's a pitcher and one's a hitter mainly, even though Otani's really both, but. No, not at all. No just, they're, they're just so supersized and okay. coming from different markets. It was just a whole takeover. Yep. Um, Matt Olson has 43 home runs. He's batting 275, 175, 107 RBI. Kid is having a ridiculous season. That's a guy that I don't think anybody cares about in the hobby, though. Ozzy Albies, another dude having a great season. Baseball to me is so weird that it is totally cannibalized by one guy on one team. Man, I think it's are wild. You right? Yeah, Matt Olson. I can't find anything. He's not in the compare list on Card Ladder, which just means that he hasn't had that many cards or people interested in his stuff. Um, he's been very good for a number of years. I mean, he's he's a good player. But, like, he's having a ridiculous season, again, for the best team in baseball. And it's like nobody really cares about the dude. It's oh, kind of weird to 2013 me. for his Bowman Chrome Prospects. Yep. Yeah. But I to give him some credit, though, Even there's August- obviously people who do care. This is a black label, but on August 8th, it sold for $5,000. I mean, but, like, even Ozzy Albies. You can buy Albies 2023, like, Tribute, Finest, like, different autos, 20 to 30 bucks. I don't understand how that is. It's just a weird thing, dude. But I, yeah, I think this really is. It comes down to the hype. Like we talked about this on the last episode, the hype of the market and the performance of the market obviously are two different things. But sometimes it seems but like they're is, more balanced. But right now, hype seems to be king. Like if you if you've got any hype, good or bad, here's one that's going to affect your price. Yeah, like here's one. And again, this is just a random point. I just got stuck on this one. I was looking at Olson. 2022 Tops Pristine Orange Auto. It's an encased orange auto. It's on card, numbered to 25, of a guy having an unbelievable season for an unbelievable team. $35 the other day. $35. His tribute auto to 25 on the 3rd of July sold for $30. I just, it, it's just funny to me. I do think it's also an age thing, honestly. Like, I mean. Sure, because there's not like, hey, what if, what is he going to be at exactly. his potential? We've already seen his potential. He's a, he's a you know, borderline annual all-star and yeah. Uh, but anyways, I just, I wanted to bring that up because I do think sometimes people start thinking that. And then there's this thought for some, cause we've seen some people talking about it recently too, man, go out and buy this guy. Like this is like, n- not necessarily. I mean, and I'm not doubting him as a player, but I don't know that anything he's going to do as a player is going to affect his hobby value. Now it's almost like that ship has sailed. Yeah. Because if you're buying a guy in the Braves, I think people would rather speculate and buy in at the all time high with Acuna still mm-hmm. with the thought of he's still going to five X as opposed to, hey, Albies and Olsen are very, very good players with a much lower buy-in. Yeah, but they're never going to be the unanimous MVP type guy. Yeah, I think in this situation, too, we're dealing where every player that we've... I feel like there's very few players that we ever talk about that come in and they didn't have some real hype in their early 20s or something like that. If their first notoriety is late 20s, early 30s, there's never, there's almost no chance that they ever become a i guess yeah like a hobby continuous yeah exactly a continuous price continually priced uh high for an any period more than just a blip so yeah um we do have a guest by the way today we got jay from mojo sports joining us he's got some kind of secret talent of getting autographs um he he's constantly posting stuff he's went all around some tour of the u.s before the national we were going to talk to him a little bit uh, I, he does have a sponsor who is paying for him to travel. So I don't know who it was, but anyways, uh, it may have been the national himself, maybe whatnot or Beckett, who knows, uh, by, but the point of bringing him on is just to make, basically give everybody an idea of like, Hey, this is how you could go about getting these for yourself. So 
We're going to bring on Jay here in just a sec. Speaking of autos, you see this Clint Eastwood auto? Oh, dude, yes. Oh, the Clint Pop Eastwood Century. auto from uh, Eddie. Eddie pulled that. SCN Brakes. By the way, three cases are on its way. I don't know. He didn't send that to you, did he? Or did he? Those cases? Oh, I don't know if I, I ever think, gave I my address. No, I'm sure you just sent them to me. Okay. So I, I do have some Pop's entry on the way. Eddie. It may pulled, be a processing fee. He ripped his own. Uh, he worked a case for himself, just a personal case before he started selling any of it. And oh, he, he pulled. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And he pulled this uh, Clint Eastwood one of one. It's got like three days left on eBay and it's already at 1200 or 1300 bucks. Absolutely insane. So that's so selling really well. Eastwood's a guy. I'm Dude. Glad. I'm telling you, like the what was the picture of? Do you know? Uh, it was like Outlaw Josie Wales. I want to say Good, Bad, and Ugly. I can't be sure, but what, that what was Pesci from? What's interesting about this is that there's another, you know, Leaf Pop Century. If you're not familiar, we'll do a few different one of ones depending on like the um, the insert that you're looking at. So the one that he pulled is from something called Perfectly Cast. He does have. I guess your true one of one, uh, the actual pop century card that I don't believe has been hit yet. So I can't imagine what that one's going to go for. I see the one of one black kaleidoscope Joe Pesci auto. Where'd that go? Or is it, it for sale? It's still? for sale right now for 40, 4,900 or best offer. I don't know what this is from. It's him in a suit older. Is it, this looks like home alone. Oh, well. I mean, they do have uh, Macaulay Culkin. So, by the way, Macaulay Culkin, one of his inserts uh, did or it's at $620. It still has eight hours left on bids. I don't want a Joe Pesci home alone auto. I'm just saying these box for $240. I don't know. Four cards. It's four cards. Yeah. And typically like the first two are just like more fun relics or something. Yeah. You'll get, I think maybe typically three autos out of it, possibly four. And then one of them is going to be like a patch or something, but oh, here's Eddie's the perfectly cast gold crystals auto. Yep. Because the one of one was also pulled, the one of one plate auto that is. Yeah, the one of one plate auto, but the actual one of one has not been pulled yet. I I yeah. wish it would say what it was from. It's the only thing. I, it may it uh, may say on the back. I don't know. I haven't actually. It does not looked on it. That's actually a nice looking card. I, I'll say that. That's, that's actually a pretty cool looking card. So thirteen hundred and twelve dollars with four days and two hours. Hey, actually, one other big thing I do want to mention: uh, the the fires going on in Maui. I forget the exact connection, but Eddie's, I believe it's Eddie's wife has a connection to the, she may be from the island. Oh, really? I'm not entirely sure. I, I didn't pay enough attention, quite frankly, because I'm just useless. But Eddie came up with the idea, and I'm just going to claim credit for it. Uh, yeah. No, he was like, hey, let's give, so we're going to do a full case break tomorrow night. Ooh, Tuesday night or Wednesday night? We're going to do it Wednesday night. Here you go. Wednesday night, we're going to do it at 7 o'clock central. Card Shop Live under the SCN Breaks page. So his page, not sports cards nonsense. We're going to auction off teams in an entire case. We're going to throw in free grades, singles. We're going to throw in a bunch of stuff, hopefully raise a few thousand bucks. And then he sent me the oh, name of the charity. Cool. It's like the Maui Rise Up. It was like a, it's a vetted charity. He's not just putting the money in his pocket. But yeah, we're just going to donate all the money to that. So we're going to donate the case, some singles, all that stuff. I don't care if you like to break or stream apps or anything else. Just come for that one day and buy something and then just delete the app if you want to. I don't care. But it's or a pretty keep cool. It. Whatever. If you want to keep it, you can. <laughs> but uh, it's a pretty cool, yeah, pretty cool thing he wants to do. So, oh, um, and since we're still talking about this too, um, the break I did, the NFT break on Friday, it was for La Liga, first off the line. It sold out in eight minutes, I was told. Um, they gave me, instead of 10 packs, they gave me 50 packs, which is pretty amazing because I heard this was, it, it is packs. so crazy limited. We pulled like at least two, um, I think we pulled like a Ronaldo auto and a couple other things, but it uh, we only gave away 25 of them. We're going to give away the other 25 this coming Wednesday. So on August 16th, 12 p.m. Central Time, back on YouTube Live, uh, we'll post up some stuff to join and we will uh, invite everybody. Come join for that free giveaway. There you go. All right. You don't have to call us- it a free giveaway. If it's a giveaway, it's free. Hey, Mike. It's like a tall giant. Like, I understand the giant. Hey, so Mike. I don't have to say it. That's enough. You don't you always have though, to be right? the smartest in the room. I like you gave me that little comment. Now I'm throwing it right back so that's at a, you. That's a really bright sun. <laughs> it's a freaking sun. Up. Yeah. His uh- dad runs the country. <laughs> when he asks for help, you send him a check. 
Jay from Mojo Sports has kindly joined us. Um, how are you, man? Thank you for joining us. Uh, you've been everywhere lately, and I appreciate the time. Uh, where are you? You're in California, right? Yeah, I'm in California right now. It's uh, 10.30 your time? Yep, 10.30, man. I'm having my uh, second cup of coffee. It's 10, I thought it was like 4 a.m. where he is. <laughs> Looks like he's been taken hostage. What's going on here? What? what how late do you stay up every Rubbing night, Rubbing his Jay? eyes? I mean, what, what? do we need to move this in? <laughs> <laughs> you ever uh, try to Celsius, Jay? Ignore his question. <laughs> Celsius, live fit. You want to set your whole brain on fire. There you go. Just Not a sponsor, these. but there you go. Just in case you oh, want. Oh, man, that. That Celsius brand, everyone at card shows drinks that stuff. Yeah, that's what I, I'm good. I'd never even heard of it until the other day. And I started drinking them, and they're pretty, uh, they're pretty interesting. Oh, they're potent. Uh, um, okay, well, Celsius, you know where we're at. Hit up Spotify. Uh, do what you're saying. Hey, let's get, here we go. Let's do our um, thing. That's fun. Jay, tell us a little bit about your experience in the hobby before we get in, because I, the reason why I wanted to have you on is I see your posts, and you're always like somehow finding a way to get in, like with. Adam Sandler or Aaron Rodgers or like all these celebrities and getting uh, autographs or just pictures or whatever the case is would love to get like your insight on some of that, but also maybe just your, your background and how you got from there to here. Yeah. So, I mean, shoot, there's a lot of answers there. Uh, You know, to start it off, you know, I started getting autographs, you know, around 2008, 2009, uh, going to games and, you know, just going going to shows and getting people's signatures. I mean, I was Mojo Autographs before Mojo Sports for a long time. Um, and then just car- in, in general, just cards. Um, you know, I remember my first pack of cards was uh, 2011 Bowman. And there was this kid from Vegas. We called him a kid at the time because I was, I was a kid too named Bryce Harper. And he was the chase. And uh, that kind of got me off. Mom took me to Target, opened a pack of cards, and uh, now we're here, right? Um, and then Aaron Rodgers, uh, just to touch on that, uh, I've known Aaron for probably like the last, I don't know, like, I'd say like five, 10 years. I just started like hustling, trying to get his autograph. And then like, after a while, he just remembered me. And I, I genuinely told him, I was like, yo, man, I, I've been buying your cards. And, you know, I really believe in like, you know, everything you, you talk about on, you know, off the field, on the field. And then he just started recognizing me. And then like, there's this golf tournament every year or so. He usually signs like one or two things for me and takes a photo and all that stuff. And um, oh, I'm very okay. grateful. That's that. awesome. When I saw that, I was like, surely this must be like a sponsored thing. Like, how did he get this access to Aaron Rodgers? So I am sincerely jealous that you guys have like a personal relationship. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. I mean, that's the that's the cool part, right? I think that's why we collect the cards. You know, you get like a personal like I guess when you own this, it's better than kind of watching it on tv but like when you actually can like meet the person and get something signed and then like after a while they start to you know recognize that you've been there for a while um i think that's like the the next step forward which is pretty cool so i've been rooting for aaron since he was you know he's a northern california kid i'm a northern california kid so we both have that kind of connection and um you know you kind of you kind of know from your hometown you know you stick with those people so it's cool okay very cool so um you've been traveling throughout the country up until the national what what was that all about like how did you manage to be able to travel and then get autographs and stuff along the way was were the autographs the interviews you did part of the sponsorship of traveling or was that completely on your own well i mean like so the tour like we'll talk about the tours so the mojo sports summer tour I went through, you know, basically the entire Midwest, uh, you know, in a car and hit all these card shops and the autograph stuff. I just took a week off the tour to go get autographs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I brought the 15 year old back in me. Like I just, I, there's a tournament every year that I go to. It's a golf tournament. It's every single year, similar time. And it's just like one of the best. It's like uh, going to like Augusta, but it's all celebrities, Patrick Mahomes, Rogers, all those guys. So I knew I told uh, my tour manager, I'm like, I need one week off of this tour. I don't care who, who we booked. If, you know, I got to get a week off and it's it's this week. And uh, I took that week off and that's that's where the autograph stuff came in. But the actual tour, uh, you know, I wanted to highlight cart, the importance of local card shops. And I wanted, you know, fanatics and companies to see that like the local card shops are what this hobby was built off of. You know, I, I started collecting in 2009 post-recession and card shops were dying and like that was that was something i noticed and then it started to grow up grow up but like 
I don't think people realize this. Like collecting sports cards in 2009 was lame. I was bullied in high school for collecting cards. <laughs> like, correct? Yeah, no joke. And now we're here, and it's cool. Like, I, I don't think people realize. Like, like it was like it was. I used to buy LeBron James autographs, and like I would flip LeBron James autos, and it was like everyone. Like, I tried to explain to my friends, are like, dude, this is so lame, and it's like. Honestly, like it's crazy how much the hobby has evolved. And like that's why I started documenting and recording it originally because I was like, dude, this is the coolest thing ever. Like, and I wanted people to relive this years down the road. Obviously, you've got like a pretty huge following. Like, do you do you subscribe to being like an influencer or what what else would you claim yourself to be in the hobby? I don't I don't use the word influencer. That's for other people to use. That's like saying you're the best at something. I think like I'm just a collector and I decide to make videos and create content and share stories. Like I don't think I'm influencing anything. Like if anything, I'm just, I don't have an agenda. Why would I, why would I, what am I influencing? Right. I think I'm educating and I'm inspiring people. I like that better. Okay. Very cool. Now, when it comes to autographs, is there any like tips, tricks that you can give our guys? We had a guy on last week that talked about signings, but like how you go about it, like where you go, how you seek them out. Man, this is like the 15-year-old me answering these questions again. <laughs> um, though, because nobody asks about this part of my background, so it's kind of cool. Uh, like, for example, you know, a game opens at 7 o'clock, right? You're going to go to the arena. If you find out when the arena opens, and like for a battle, let's just say a New York Knicks game. Actually, New York Knicks probably not the best access. Let's say a Phoenix or Sacramento Kings game because it's a little easier. Some arenas, you have to have tickets courtside or something. Like, But like a Kings game or a Phoenix Suns game, if it's a seven o'clock game and the arena opens at five, five thirty, go line up, go in, take your prism cards, go get them autographed. Just go sit by the tunnel. Right. And hopefully when the players are done warming up, you get their autograph. Right. It's all luck. But when a player comes over to sign an autograph for you, I mean, I've always said this, like I have like this is actually a perfect example. I just pulled these. So I pulled them aside. These Damian Lillard rookies. Right. I have these Lillard rookies. They're just base cards. But once Lillard signs them, it's like, whoa, that's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. For like sure. That's a whole nother ball. And this is this went from like, and I'm not saying I sell them. Like I I have, you know, my Zion cases filled with Steph Curry autographs from 2010, you know, and stuff like this, though. That's the whole thing, right? If I go to a game and Damian Lillard, the Blazers are in town and I show up there at five to five thirty at the arena. Hopefully he, you know, he and Dame's a cool guy. He usually signs autographs before the game. It's like not only are you covering, you know, you're technically you buy that ticket, right? Maybe it's 20 to 50 dollars to get in. You're getting a signed card. You're getting maybe a photo. I always, I always got autographs because I wanted to make the experience like more. I always wanted more. Cool. Uh, what about celebrity? Because I, I am curious. Okay, like, the that's celeb- not the that's same. Whole, that's the interesting. That's a whole. Nother, that's a whole other ball game, yeah. bro. Like I lived in LA. So when I lived in LA, like I have friends that still work for TMZ, but like in terms of like Adam Sandler, he had a concert. So I just. Uh, I saw all these vans lined up and he was doing some like interview and I was like, man, he's literally right there. And um, I just, it was perfect. Cause I actually had brought the card to give him. I gave him a Walt Frazier card cause I knew he was doing the sports card movie. So I got kind of like, you know, maybe my 45 seconds with him and told him what I do, gave him my sticker, all this stuff. And I said, I'm excited for the movie. You know, I know the Duffer brothers are going to, uh, you know, do something there. And then I said, here's the introduction from me. And uh, he thought it was super cool. And he signed a couple of things for me. Okay. I am like, this is where I really want to know, and I'm going to nerd out just a little bit. I need you to walk me through the actual process of going up to him because I feel like that's like the cringy part that everyone's afraid to do, right? Like to take the the initial step. All right, so I'm I'm Adam Sandler. Hey, what's a shampoo? I'm walking out of the thing now. You now you 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 be what, you. What was that? Hang that on. No, that was, that was, that was <laughs> now you be what? you, Jay, and I want you to just come up to me and just say whatever this you said. This isn't the cringy part. Walk, no, okay, no, this got is normal. you. Okay, right, yeah, what, yeah, sure. This is cringy. Yep. So anyway, well, I'm going to my van. Ooh, he's, you think he's in a van? Spanglish now. is a good movie I was in. And what, Jay? Jay, are you walking up to me yet, or what's the deal? Oh my God, Adam. Adam. Adam, what's up, man? I'm Mojo. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, hey, Mojo. <laughs> Mojo, nice to meet you. No, it's, nice to meet you. no, I mean, okay, bro, like, I'll tell you this. So it's not as, like, it's not as, like, black and white. Like, it's it's so interesting. Like, so, like this is something that's kind of untapped in cards. So that's why I'm glad we're talking about it. So, like, someone like an Adam Sandler, like, 
there's there's a, there's like there was other people waiting for him, you know, and everybody just lined up and like had their like 10 seconds with him. It wasn't really like, you know, I saw a bunch of people line up. I wasn't the only one there. There was like other autograph people there. There was fan, random fans. There's people from the show, stuff like that. OK, all right. So that does make a little more sense. Cause... So like, for example, let's just say I saw Adam Sandler um, like randomly up there. I would go up and, and be like, I don't I guess I would be like, yo, man, what's up, bro? I love your movies. Uh, you know, my name's Jay. I noticed you're doing a sports card thing. Just want to introduce myself. This is what I do. And like dude, celebrities don't want to be treated differently. Like I think when you're just like normal with them, like a lot of people fan fan like do fanboy and all that stuff. Like um and like I think it's funny, celebrities know like when they're dealing with the fan, like the fanboy, fangirl, the kind of normal person, or the super fan, the kind of normal person, and then like the person that's like not even in it for the autographs, they just want to talk business. Yeah. Like there's like you can recognize it, you know? Okay. Cause that's always been my thing is like, I, I want to come off as a fan to this person, but at the same time, I want that autograph and I don't want to come off as the guy who's just in it for, you know, I'm just going to flip this on eBay in a few hours or something like that. So yeah, I, so for example, like, like a guy like Adam, like I've, I've been around long enough to know like guys like Adam don't really, they don't, he's so cool. Like he would sign anything you want, take a photo. Like he's so, like, so nice. Like versus like, uh, who's the guy that's like tough. I, honestly, Will Ferrell, he's not that cool. I've heard like, that. Just, yeah, he's not cool. Like, if we go up to Will Ferrell, he'll probably like it's like you know how you describe like I don't want him to think I'm an eBay guy. That's a guy that I would be worried about versus like an Adam Sandler. Just off my like, I've never actually met Will Ferrell, but like some of my boys, like a lot of my friends, still do the autograph. Like they do it full time, bro. They're chasing him in New York. They're doing all this stuff. They're following him around. Uh, and they tell me like stories, and I'm just like, whoa, really? Okay, so. Will Ferrell would be a guy that you'd have to like, even I would be a little like, I know he's going to be kind of weird. Like this might be an interesting interaction. All right. Last question. I think on the whole autograph thing is just, if I am trying to get an, uh, an athlete's autograph, I want you to tell me the easiest autograph to get and the worst autograph you think it, or the hardest autograph uh, autograph to get. Uh, the easiest autograph, man, that's a good one. I would say, um, I don't know. It used to be Steph Curry, but he's been tough. Oh, really? From what I've heard, he, I like Steph Curry is still really nice, though. Like, honestly, I would say Steph Curry or Damian Lillard. Oh, dang. Uh, okay. I wouldn't expect a big name like, like that. That's cool. No, I mean, well, it's you. You know what I'm saying? Hilarious. It's usually the people that suck. That don't <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Remember Miles Bridges? Oh yeah, from the Hornets. That guy was that guy was that guy was kind of an asshole. I'll be honest with you. I think our autograph outsells Miles Bridges right, right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be straight with you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Funny. I'm just saying. Like, it's funny how the guys like Chris Dunn. He used to play oh, yeah. the Bulls with the Providence. Yep. He was like near impossible. What? Um. Then you got, and then but then guys like uh, Steph Curry would Giannis. Giannis is the nicest guy, actually. I'm sorry. Giannis and Luca are the nice, absolutely the easiest, like nicest dudes. <clears throat> when I say easiest, I mean like I don't say easiest and like you're guaranteed anything. I mean like easiest and like you have a high chance of getting their autograph. Like easy to and deal with. If you get retire. if you get FaceTime with them, they're easy to deal with, easy to interact with. Yeah, they're not like they're not like all like diva or like too much. Like even Kyrie is kind of like, honestly, Kyrie is pretty nice. Oh, that's shocking. Like, I would have yeah. thought he'd be a, a, a psycho to deal with. <laughs> he, no, it's funny. Like, and that like, no, Kyrie is cool. Like in terms of signing autographs, like I will sit there and like, he'll pull over the car and get out. And like, you saw the video in Dallas when he was walking with all those fans. He was signing autographs till 2 a.m. What? Oh, that's that's cool. insane. Okay. It's crazy. But like, he's kind of off the cuff, you know? So maybe that's why. Like maybe like that. Maybe there's some egomania there. You know what I mean? Like something like that. So I think that played into Did, it. I don't have know. Have you run? And then the worst signer is LeBron James. Oh, really? He just doesn't sign? Dude, that guy, I mean, I can't. I have a like, I've had a hard time to root for LeBron just because he's never been cool. Really? And like people, people watching this are probably like, but he does all these things for charity and this. I'm just saying like, you go up to that guy, you are nothing when you walk up to him. Oh. Guaranteed. Like you ain't shit. Like that's just how it is, man. And like LeBron doesn't know any auto. The thing is, you're never owed an autograph. I've always known that since I've been 14. Sure. I've been denied by a bunch of guys. I used to get Steve Nash, Dwight Howard. You know all these guys we grew up on, probably. Um, like I used to play Xbox with Dwight Howard. Oh really? Like, <laughs> like, like Dwight. 
dude was the coolest dude. I won, I got his autograph for like a year. And then I'm like, yo, Dwight, I play Call of Duty and I saw on your Twitter you play. He's like, oh, let me add you. Let me write your username down. Grabs his iPhone out and put uh, my username. And we used to play Call of Duty. And then he used to complain about a bunch of cool stuff in the NBA. <laughs> That's so cool. Wow. I'd be in high school playing Xbox with Dwight Howard. Like, that was always cool for me. Like, I tried to take it a step further with the players and, like, you know, develop a relationship. Let me show you one thing. I got to show you All right. This is the best part. I mean, yeah. Actually, no, this is good for a well, podcast. We like visuals. <laughs> now it'll be good. We'll, we'll try and use some YouTube content. Then everybody gets I to see. I don't care it. about any of these people except for Sandler. It's the only one I want to meet so far. <laughs> I mean, Sandler and the fact that he sounded so cool. By the way, how is Sandler doing a sports card movie and we're not been called? Okay. He's got cleats. Hang on here. We got, we got sneakers. These are the best. This is the best part about my, I can't like, I'm 29 years old. It's, this is, this is like me reliving right being it. 15 again. <laughs> Me being 15 again. Okay. We don't need to keep but These running. are Clay Thompson. Game worn shoes. What, say it again. Clay Thompson from the Warriors. Game worn? What? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Like, dude, if I showed you, like. How'd you get him? I mean. He stole him. Oh, he's no. picking up the laptop. Yeah, oh, we're going with him. Everybody, don't. I hope you're not motion sick. Here we go. All right. I don't really talk about this stuff, but, like, look at all these gaming shoes what I got. The <laughs> There's like, so many pairs of shoes. He's just in Clay Thompson's house right now. <laughs> These are Tom Walls from his rookie year. What? How did you get all of these? I, I got Andre Godalas. Did you get these when you were young? Because I only see them ever giving shoes out to young kids. Yeah, this is all, guys, this is from when I was young. Okay. Like, these are all basketballs, like DeMarcus, DeMarcus, Lonzo Ball. Where's a good one? Oh, that's Tim Duncan. He that's just crazy. Got, Duncan doesn't awesome. sign anything. That guy's tough. He, Bro, when person. I got Duncan, I I honestly, I got teary-eyed when I got done. Wow, man, that's kind of insane. Uh, what about that? But you have okay. Let me fast forward, everybody. You guys have to understand something. I don't have time to do any of this anymore. Yeah. Like I can't. So what is your? It's not. Jay, a, like, let me ask you before you go on. So what is your? We've only met a couple times. I, I know your name. I know you're in the industry and a big name. What do you? Is this your full time gig? Like, what do you do in the hobby full time here? Honestly, because I know you're all over the place. I create content. I sell thousands of cards every week. Okay. And I, yeah, I mean, that that's it. Like people ask me like, where, where, where do I live? Like, what do I do? I'm traveling. All yeah, the I time. see that. That's why I was like, like right now I'm home. I got, I, I got some of my stuff out of my vault, but like I, after I'm going to start traveling in a week, I'm going to LA. All this stuff's going away again, you know, but it's just cool. Like luckily, you know, I get to like relive the memories being 15 and 18 and, you know, there's a time when it was cut off. Like this, all this stuff I'm showing you, like good memories. Sure. You know? Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, I've got the same. Yeah, but, but I'm, glad I kept, I'm glad I kept a lot of this stuff. But but like week to week, month to month, like your job, like you are still in just a buy, sell, flip. That's still your in the content. That is like a, that's the full time gig, right? I mean, it's con- we did the. I mean, the Mojo Sports Summer Tour. I went on tour for five weeks and literally hosted trade nights, went to card shops, uh, filmed. I mean, I filmed every week, every night, every week. Savage. Revol- I mean, I basically this camera, bro, is the best investment I've ever had. I literally just document my life on this thing. What was that? The one the lens just broke. I saw that your camera lens broke. Luckily, it was the uh, it was the protector. Dude, but yeah, all I'm what doing, camera is that? All I'm doing is traveling. Sony A7C. That's the same one. I've, we've got the exact same one and that same mic. Can. Yeah, we don't use it, but we have. We've it. used it a few times, but it's yeah, funny it that we have the exact same here. one. I, I, I do ask that question for a reason because also often I've heard guys reach out asking what equipment we use. And granted, when, when and if we ever actually use the professional stuff and not our phones when we go out, that's the exact same one we use and the same little handstand yeah. thing. Yeah, um, all right. So do you have any uh, comments about the fanatics uh, being locking down autographs? Like, has that had any impact on you as of yet? Uh, what do you mean? So last week we had a guy in here. He said, like, at some of the paid signings now, there's certain items they can't sign, certain things they have to upcharge for. Does that spill into your world at all? Or just is that totally just independent? I mean, like, when, once again, when I was more on the memorabilia side, I think it would affect me. Like, I know fanatics is monopolizing these tickets. Like, uh, like huge, like they buy out these tickets from people and they're getting them signed. And then they're telling people you can't get tickets signed. Yeah. Like, honestly, like stuff like that. Like, I, I'm not going to actively be like, I can't believe you're doing this. But like, in my mind, I'm like, wow, like if I'm in the memorabilia industry, like these guys are trying to, you know, they're trying to do something different sure. with this that hasn't been done. Like I, as a memorabilia autographer, I used to do signings 
private signings, like I worked with agents, I get it. But like right now, it doesn't affect me. So, but my opinion on it is like, you know, yeah, I mean, if I'm in that industry, it is a little bit of a panic because anytime someone's trying to manipulate or, you know, basically say like, this is ours, yeah. that's always, that's always a red flag. Okay, cool. Well, hey, Jay. For people trying to do business, you know, but like, I mean, for the hobby side of things, I'm sure there's special access to. I I think at this point, my my thought on the whole autograph thing is, if you're going to restrict it, then just make it to where everyone, if they, if someone wants to get that autograph, just make it available where there's at least an outlet. Like if you have dominion over all autographs, okay, but is there somewhere where I can still get it through you? Like get it from the guy through you? I don't know. I just don't want it to be just cut off completely where they're like, oh, well, if we tell him not to sign anywhere, his autograph's going to be worth that much more. And then we can sell this product for much more if he ever signs for us in the future. So, well, I mean like upper deck did that with Michael Jordan, like look at Michael Jordan and LeBron, like LeBron. I mean, I'll tell you what, like obviously LeBron doesn't sign not just cause it's LeBron. I'm sure there's like upper deck complications within that. Like honestly, like I don't know if you guys know this, but like LeBron and Jordan haven't signed like actual cards since 2014. So like, I don't know what's going on there, but that's kind of like an interesting thing to look at. That does make me wonder about the contracts behind them, but that's for another day. Well, especially the LeBron one. Yeah. Jay Mojo Sports, where can the people find you? Uh, Mojo Sports LLC on Instagram, Mojo Sports on YouTube. And uh, honestly, I feel like I'm Mojo Autographs again after yeah. this podcast. You guys are the first people that have d- dove into this little origins, which like I like because it's how I got started. It's almost like things you didn't know about me, I guess, is kind of what you guys went yeah. for here. And like, that's kind of cool. People come to us for unique content where they don't get anywhere else in the hobby. And I would appreciate your promotion of that on your own social media accounts. Thank you. Why'd you get so aggressive all of a sudden? What's wrong with you? (laughs) That wasn't aggressive. That was just, I'm getting excited and hinting hard. No, this guy, Jesse's getting worked up over. Okay. No, no, no. I wasn't getting worked up. I was just hinting like a really over the top, like it's being silly because he's exaggerating so much. There you go. Jay, the mojo backstory (laughs) episode. So we're calling it. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Where are you guys? Where are you guys at? Nashville. Uh, we're in Nashville. Are you guys in Nashville? Okay. Yeah. Are you coming that. over? Actually, yeah. I mean, that's why I wanted to talk about the tour more, but uh, we should talk. Yeah, definitely gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna launch something else. So I got to make a stop. Hints. Hints. Apparently, are you? When, are you actually coming to Nashville? Uh, yeah. I, I think. I think we're gonna plan. I'm gonna try to plan something out around that for because I want to do. We're gonna do another tour. Nice. Um. So we're gonna do. We're going to do something. Well, if you are coming to Nashville, then yeah, we'd be in. Yeah, dude, that'd be cool to put you guys in and like film like kind of like a day in the life series of you guys doing this podcast. I'm kind of intrigued on like the process and like oh, everything. that's going to be a Nashville's real short a, segment. Plus, but, Nashville's yeah. a weird spot, man. Like, because even like Grand Slam, there's actually some strangely massive names in the hobby in like just in this little community here. It's weird. It's like a weird bubble. For sure. Yeah. I want to tap in and like. I know people go to different shops, like everyone's been to Burbank, but like I like directing it and like putting my like I like asking my questions and like going in and telling the story from my angle. Well, plus the fact is, I think we have probably enough connections between all of us to find some country music people to get autographs from or uh, at least go eat some Nashville hot chicken on camera, which people love to watch. So, (laughs) Dude, I'll take you to get I'll take you to get your first autograph for real, like how I used to do it. If you want to know, you know, that's good content. That would be you. I'm all about just mauling some poor, small country (laughs) singer. You and Jay. You spoke to Morgan Wall and be like, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, All right. Jay from Mojo Sports. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Look forward to you being in Nashville for hot chicken and who else? I guess some cards, whatever. I should get a Morgan Wallen in cards. All That's right, a man. weekend. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. All right. There you go. That was Jay from Mojo Sports. Uh, I think there was some good insight as far as how to actually go about getting them and some backstory of who's cool, who's not. I didn't know he did. I, I thought he still just did the autograph thing mostly. Like he I was like, no, that's like a part. It's like a side thing now, not even a side. I didn't realize that was what he was doing. Honestly, the only thing, that's and cool. I hate this, the only thing I know about Jay was just from his social media, just seeing like him going around getting photos and autographs with all these guys. I was just like, hey, this guy obviously knows what he's doing. I wanted to have him on the show because we get plenty of guys reaching out to us all the time about just basics of the hobby. Thought that would be a nice little ad uh, for for future collectors. There you go. Perfect. All right. Mailbag. Yep. Oh, what? 
We do have a new release. I don't know if you even cared about it. It was collegiate. It was uh, Panini Immaculate. Immaculate Collegiate Football. I still haven't seen autos of all the big guys yet, so I'm curious. It's a high-end product, though. Immaculate's pretty nice. The patches will be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll break some. It'll be fun. And then archives are tired signature editions this week, which is like a bunch of buyback cards. I was going to ask if that was something you were into or not. I couldn't, I didn't know. Same thing. It's cheap. You'll get a bunch of like random, it's 20 box case. You get one auto per box. Okay. Just like a sealed. And some of them are like $3 Dale Swain autos. But then you'll hit every case. will have like a one-on-one, you know, Hank Aaron and a one. For the price, I actually think it's like a fun, just cheap rip and something to mess around with. So Okay. Because I was going to say that one's only 75 bucks a box for it's one card per box in the archive one. So correct, yeah, just the one auto, the um, one buyback auto, with the immaculate immaculate being six cards, but it is four autographs, and, and it patches. is six hundred dollars. Personals or just breaks? No, 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 yeah, you can't do personals. I mean, breaks if that's your if you're into it, but it's a collegiate product, so okay. Um, this, Serial number breaks usually do well with that. It does say in the product highlights as far as like look for the hottest draft prospects, including Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. And there's at least a picture of Jackson Smith. I don't know how to pronounce that last part of his name. But anyways, so maybe they are in there. It doesn't specifically say look for them for autographs. I mean, but I would assume that, that there's would be, no way they're in there. I, I just I don't know why. You well, they've release. already done uh, stuff with collegiate. So why wouldn't they? Because they've been pictures of everything they've been out in. I'd just be shocked. OK, I know Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson is in it. Um, you know, a lot of the other guys. But I don't think you'll see the big three in there anymore. I don't think. OK. Well, I guess we'll find out. All right. Uh, mailbag time then, unless yep. you got anything else. All no, right. Let's go. Mailbag. First question up goes to Cody James. He says, have any of you ever collected figures such as starting lineups or Funko Pops? I talk about this every week now. I love starting lineups. Wait, wait, wait. Did we ask this question on the show already? Yeah. This comes up. This come up. Like I 10- thought. Okay, I think Cody even asked this question. Yeah. You know what? I don't think Cody listens to the show. Yeah, I think he's just asking questions. And, not and then he says, I bet listen. Mike has no clue. I know what they are, Cody, because you've asked the same question 10 times. <laughs> just kidding. Um, JT Hornbuckle, is Matt Olson the new Freddie Freeman yep. when it comes to Hobby Love? Absolutely. Having a phenomenal season, overlooked because there's another superstar there. It's like, yeah, it's actually a very good comparison. Yep. Uh, Chris Haynes, has the one of one been watered down? I actually, I think this question in is some really sense good. it has for yeah. sure. He says, considering 2023 select football and the excessive number of one of ones per player, is the one of one really that rare? It's a valid question. Well, especially now when you're talking about like, and I do wonder if Tops heard and has changed this, but when you started seeing like the, what is it? One of zero or whatever the negative factors. Yeah. The negative factors, that stuff just still gets me. Uh, BJ Kroger, Allen and Ginter 2023. I don't know anything about the set. I'm guessing uh, you don't either. Will you be collecting any of the oddball inserts? I love that oddball stuff, but that's very rarely. Allen Ginter does not have a very high resale. I pulled a John Schuster refractor the other day. Oh, did you? What'd you know you who that is? That? No. He's the, that's uh, an actor. What's somebody? the thing where you slide the big puck and you like scrape the ice in front of it? What's that called? A Zamboni. Curling. 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 <laughs> He's the curler. <laughs> oh, uh, duh, that's what I was going to say. That was my next guess. Yep. Eric Wiesenforth, uh, when is the Sportsboy 101 game use patch card coming out? Here's my question. What would that patch be of? Don't. Just sweaty. <laughs> Just, Just some sort of sweaty cloth. Sweaty. Uh, Eric had a follow-up question. Who will be the best year two quarterback this NFL season? Year two? Purdy. I think Purdy's going to be good. Not a picket or a... Ritter or anything? A party. No. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. All right. Jamie Sanders. It's the best team out there, too. I mean, this is a unique question. I like this. Uh, is Ellie hurting the rest of the prospect market? I love the guy and I love the Reds, but wonder if there's so much money being poured into him that it keeps other prospects undervalued. It's actually a decent point. I've never thought about that, but it's almost the exact same type of a thought with like, like we were talking with Matt Olson. Acuna mm-hmm. is so good. He capitalizes all the hobby love for Atlanta. Yeah. Is Ellie so good and selling so high? You're just kind of cannibalizing the entire process to a degree. I mean, there are other guys, though, that are th- Jackson Holiday and Jackson Churio are, are both sky high right now. So there's definitely spillover. But is he hurting someone like a Matt McClain on his own team? Yeah. No question. And maybe even some other guys that started off to a bit of a slower start. Um, I think he makes it difficult for guys like an Oscar Colas or a Brett Beatty who come up with a lot of hype have some struggles and then people just totally bail. Cause it's like, well, Ellie's already doing this. Yeah. Ellie's generational. 
Okay. Like, it's just he is. Like, yeah. There's nothing else to say. It doesn't mean the other guy is not going to turn to a very good, maybe, maybe even a perennial all-star type player. But with Ellie, it's a perfect storm of he's great. He's exciting, which in baseball is so, you know, just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when does an exciting thing happen in baseball? Even a home run. The guy hits it over the fence. It's done. Well, no, Ellie's stealing 37 bases in an inning. And making like unbelievable, he's legging out ground balls. He's making it exciting. And they went on a crazy win streak when he came up. It was just a perfect storm with him. So I, but I do think there's, it's, is it possible he's holding other people down? I could see that. Sean Redman, Justin Fields, sell now or hold until mid-season? I'd hold. I think he's excited. I don't think he's great, but I think he's exciting enough. He's going to go off for a game and have two, you know, 200 yards, two throwing touchdowns. And then 170 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown, and people will go crazy for him. So I, I do think there's enough hype there and enough just raw talent to hold him and see what he does. I did think that Justin Fields' pricing had gone up, and I don't remember us talking about it, but oh, he did. I uh, so it's 2021 Prism PSA 10. It had been selling on average somewhere around like 75 bucks or so for probably the last six months, but just recently in the month of August, he has gone gone back and forth between like. 80 and 95 dollars so he's definitely seen a bump uh all right next question goes to um aaron persall says twitter and wander obviously what's going on is uh on so much offloading yesterday over facebook i don't think people actually were a lot of jokes are made and stupid memes i don't i didn't see a lot of actual transactions with him so uh, let's see. And then again, I don't know what you do here. Like it's pretty unprecedented. So, oh, Manus had a question in here. Have you guys heard of SoRare.com? Actually, we were sponsored by SoRare uh, end of last year. We worked with them a little bit. I did not know that they were doing football, play fantasy football. That's what, interesting to me. I don't know what kind of football they're doing because it doesn't say NFL. Uh, it just says it NBA f- and MLB does it say here. Football. So they were talking about getting into NFL market. Is that where the swimmer was? That's where swimmer was, yeah. He's like the head of Yahoo News now, isn't he? Uh, I thought it was ESPN. It was Yahoo News. Uh, Let's see. Ashish Patel. Why can't I remember his name, by the way? Oh. Tall, um, good-looking guy with glasses. uh, It's not Scott. um, But dang it. Now it's. Yeah, I I can see his face. It's a big smile. He's wearing a gray shirt, spiked hair. Kid was a slow swimmer. I remember that part. (laughs) Ashish Patel says, I posted about insert sets. Ryan Spoon. But wanted y'all's take on this. Is it a keen long... Oh, he must be from England. Is it a keen long-term investment, or will singles always be better off as a collector? I mean, I like singles. I I think it's a lot of just eye of the beholder type thing. To me, singles are the way to go, but... Yeah, he says, like, are completed set pop counts a thing? And if so, wouldn't completed sets be more rare? I just, I don't know how many, I think singles are so a thousand times more vastly popular than sets though. Like I know some of us do sets, but in general, you know why to me, the, the holdup has always been, even when I start putting a set together, there's inevitably a couple names and I'm like, oh, I want to complete the set. I don't want to spend like my two, that 2001 sign of the times autograph set. Mm-hmm. I hate Drew Brees. I never liked him. Great player. I just, I, he was always like an enemy of Brady's cause I'm unreasonable. Uh, he really wasn't, but I, but like in that set to complete that set, I have to buy the Drew Brees auto. It just so happens to be a rookie auto. It's worth a few hundred bucks. I don't want to spend a few hundred bucks on that card, but I have to, because I have to complete the set. That, that's I, a an lot of interesting sets, internal monologue of what's but a lot, happening. But this happens with a lot of stuff. Russ said the same thing. He was doing a, an old school baseball set. And it's like one of the autos was Barry Bonds and it was like a huge auto. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't even like Bonds, but to complete the set, I got to buy like one of the most expensive cards, which is this idiot. That's why I think singles, I just think it it's just a different mindset. Yeah. I've never gotten the whole complete a set thing. Like it doesn't appeal to me. It takes up so much real estate. Just like if it's just for me, like if I wanted to display that or show that off, you got a ton of real estate when you may only really care about like a couple of cards in there. Now, granted, there have been some like really colorful, like vintage sets that didn't have a ton of cards that like were posterized. I think it look amazing. I can kind of get behind that. But for me personally, I don't know. Collecting it when I don't care about the majority of the players would not be something I'd be into. Uh, Joseph Crum is the best time to buy baseball for players that don't make the playoffs. Uh, he says, Arenado, Otani, yeah, Judge. Like actually in the middle of the postseason or is it better to wait, wait. till the offseason? Yeah, just wait. Middle of the postseason. There's still so much buzz around the game. Just wait till the offseason. Okay. Uh that's it. 
That's all the questions. We had a small mailbag today. I posted Good. late, so um thank you to jay thank you to mike thanks to eddie thanks to me sports card oh so just to be very clear then on the break so the break is going to be wednesday night at 7 30 central time on scn breaks that's the name of the seller channel on card shop live app it's going to the charity maui strong fund so we're going to auction off an entire case by the team we're going to throw in some singles some grading Uh, what was the case of uh, I think we'll do a Chrome Platinum anniversary. Then we'll lose some singles and some grades with it. Nice. So we'll do that. We'll give all the money to the Maui Strong Fund. So come by and hang out that night. Again, Card Shop Live app is where you can find us. Perfect. Uh, I'll be on their live tonight too, breaking under sports cards and nonsense. And the uh, Wednesday break is going to be on our YouTube channel. Uh, it'll be live for the NFT La Liga uh, for the first off the line packs. Um, that's it. Cool. Sports cards nonsense. Brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. Powered by Spotify. See you on Thursday and goodbye.